Okay, gentlemen, start your engines. My name is Vlad. I am joined here by my friends Gary and Dennis. And Gary Dennis. Gary, why don't you say hi? Who's Gary Dennis? Your name is Gary. Oh, that's a, oh, that's what we're doing. Contrary to the audio, he is sober. Ah, uh, I'm not sure about that. Nah, no, I'm not. <laughs> two, two hits of the crack pipe. This morning. <laughs> <laughs> and we have Dennis across from me. Dennis, how are you today? Uh, I'm doing all right. Doing, all doing right. okay. Doing all right. Okay. Doing all right. Okay. Think about good. that. Okay, could be worse. <laughs> What's the funnest thing you've done this week, Dennis? This week. Also, what you guys aren't seeing is I'm wearing headphones, and I just realized they're not plugged into anything. So I'm supposed to be monitoring this. Dude, but this, I just. This is fantastic. Yeah. That's a narcissist Great. thing. <laughs> <laughs> So we're going to be playing our game today. This game does not have a name yet. Does anyone have, uh, uh, since we're brainstorming, what are some brainstorm ideas for the name of this game? Two and Chew. Two and Chew. Because we can pick two ideas, we chew them together and see if it tastes good. Yeah, Two and Chew. Let's Uh, let's go with that. It's the the lost Pokemon. The lost Two and Chew. Uh, I was thinking Unicorn Hunters, like unicorns like in startups. I thought that was the name of the podcast. Twitter. Yeah, but that could be the name of the game. It's all about branding. It's all about branding. Don't brand yourself. How's that sound? <laughs> I will as soon as we're done here. Uh, Lightit.com. And <laughs> <laughs> shameless plug. <laughs> I said brand myself. All right. So, okay, so we're, we're uh, Gary. Go ahead. So what we're gonna do right now is that we're gonna pick uh, two of these tasks. We don't have ten. You have to describe. Sorry, the game. Describe right? The game right first. I forgot. People don't understand this. Um, so we have a game. This game two and chew or whatever Vlad is gonna call it by the end of this. Um, insane podcast is that um, basically we pick two constraints, two ideas, two pretty much anything, and kind of try to combine and make a new, make either a new world, a new initiative, make a new business idea, and possibly a new you know business venture. So what we're gonna do right now is that we're gonna write down a couple of ideas, and out of um, all of them, we're gonna mix and match them and pick two at random and see if we can bring them together. Yep, and uh, currently, Dennis, have you finished writing your ideas? No, I've, I've not started. I haven't started. I'm, I'm just like mesmerized by this microphone that's in front of me. It's beautiful, isn't it's it? It's gorgeous. It's about the size of my head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it, it's it, it looks it almost retro fifties meets. So it's it's retro futuristic. If I had to describe it. It also says blue on it, but it's silver, so it's kind of lying to me. I mean, to some people, that might be blue. Yeah. I think now we're just getting racist. (laughs) Bluest. 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 We hate Smurfs on this podcast. We will say that very openly. We're anti-Smurf. Anti-Smurf. So, again, to sum up the the name of the game, everybody writes a word or an idea on a piece of paper, um, and then we draw two pieces of paper, and we try to connect them with a completely unique or innovative concept. So, for example, if one person, we draw one paper that says farming and another paper that says uh, cartoon artistry, and then we have to combine the two in a unique idea, business venture, uh, invention, or some other uh, form of uh, innovation. Shoot, I had a really good one earlier today, and now I forgot it. It's fine. Mm. Write a bad one. We're we're okay with media. Trust me, you should have heard the, the last thirty eight takes. Yeah, they were pretty bad. <laughs> uh, actually, I'm thinking about calling this the mediocre cast. <laughs> okay, uh, are you done? Uh, I think so, we got. I think I'm, still, I'm still getting enough. Me, me and Vlad, honestly, we can't blame Dennis because me and Vlad have been at this for at least 
an hour. Uh, at least, at least, yeah, at least an hour. But well, we've uh, also been interrupted repeatedly. Yes, by a VP. Like I'm interrupting uh, you right now. Yeah, I, I, I kill you, but I kill but, you. But everything is white <laughs> in this room. Gary, why don't you tell us uh, what the most interesting thing that you've done this week? What did you have for breakfast today? I didn't have breakfast. I, uh, I'm actually breakfast? fasting. Uh, I do the 16-hour fast before I eat. Um, before I do the calorie count, uh, that's my kind of like my diet. But the most interesting thing I did this week is that, well, as an IT recruiter, I get a lot of calls from uh, third parties, and this one guy would just send me five emails straight without no remorse to the fact that like I have other emails to read. So he thought that he was being smart. So what I ended up doing is that telling him that there's a real job out there that did never existed, and then basically after he did all the work, I uh, told him there's no job. Never call me again, and then hung up the phone. This isn't helping your business. It's not really hindering it either. <laughs> wow. So uh, I forgot to give my uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Introduction. No, not my introduction. Um, I, I will say this: neither Dennis nor I are responsible for anything that comes out of Gary's mouth in the duration. Oh, podcast. disclaimer. We, or yeah, the disclaimer. That's <laughs> or uh, or anything that happens in person. Um, if you ever see me on the street. Gary's views do not represent the rest of this podcast. Yeah. Or the majority of <laughs> All right, I get it. I'm an <laughs> asshole. Let's let's get on, <laughs> get on to the podcast. Okay, so now that we have the papers with the random business ideas, concept, whatever written down, Gary will draw two out. Switch it up a little bit. Why don't we try to do two and then a third one if it's possible? So let's do two in the first round. Okay. Let's just do two in the first round. There's not much to switch All right, up. So my first time we're doing it. All right, so my first one. First word. Professional sports. Professional sports. Professional well, sports. I hope, we, I hope it's not one. That <laughs> what are we combining professional sports with, Gary? Uh, second paper. Dating. Ooh, I like this one. I think they call it porn. <laughs> <laughs> I think... <laughs> Is that how they're also athletic? <laughs> I mean, have you seen the guy that's uh, he's no. like he's like ripped and they, and they tell him he's like oh he's a nerdy school guy has <laughs> like a six pack. <laughs> anyway, I'm getting what off topic. Was, in the video you were watching, what was he saying to the other guy? I have absolutely no idea. Um, okay, I like so, your burly beard. <laughs> anyway, um, professional sports and dating. Whoever has a business idea, and let's, let's guys, let's it. not forget so, that uh, the main idea here is that we're. This isn't supposed to kind of, you know, we're supposed to long, think long and hard. It's supposed to be just a quick one-two and, you know, shoot whatever's top of your head. Um, All right. So what is, if we do... So, okay. So you go to uh, a country club or something like that, and you're looking for someone to play tennis with or some Like, there's there there would be, like, kind of like a Tinder type of thing where, like, you would swipe right, swipe left, like, based on, like, oh, like, this person plays really well. I'm going to go play against them in, like, a whole, like, kind of like a speed dating, but for, like... I see where you're playing, getting. At. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, basically, against. like a like a dating app based off of sports, like sports activity. So basically, you can, you know, if you if one person likes sports, it's like, hey, let's set up a date just for that sport. You know, like let's go play tennis together, and then that that'd be like considered a date. Um, is that what you're getting with? Oh, or? actually, no, that's not what I was getting at. I like that idea better. That, that, <laughs> I like I like that. I, I think like. I was I was going for like if you need if you have need someone to play with, like you can't play tennis by your. Well, I guess you could kind of play tennis by yourself. if you're lonely enough. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's called handball. <laughs> I love that sport. Um, <laughs> it's because you just came out of prison. <laughs> Lads lying. I'm, what if I'm, I'm, I'm coming out of prison? <laughs> what if what if we uh, swapped? Uh, what if dating was the professional sport? Isn't it? 
It kind of is. Or am I, or am I just am I just in the wrong area? Here? Yeah, I'm gonna go trade Sarah um, for or like a second round pick. <laughs> I like, really like this idea. Can we go? No, wait. Actually, yeah. Why don't we so, trade women? So, huh? <laughs> oh. So basically, you create a team, oh, wow. a polygamist team, right? Oh my and then god! You go so we create a league that trade. <laughs> Players. I am so down for this. <laughs> How much for Claire? But do you make, do you make them wear jerseys? Like, all right, guys, the, the guys, we're losing, we're losing subscribers one by one. All right, <laughs> that's pretty hard when you that's start. That's terrible. Zero. All right, no, we're we're guys, okay, girls, we're, we apologize. We do love you guys. Hence, why you know we date you occasionally. Anyway, uh, Gary, why, why don't you? No, da, why doesn't Dennis pick the next two? Um, Dennis pick two. Where? Read them out. First paper. What do you have? I am. I am frightened by all of this mediocrity. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So far, so good. Diet fads. How do you Ooh, combine mediocrity? That is a. And see, this is fads. why we do this. This because this that's not like that's a. You know, one but remember, guys, we have to be innovative in how we combine mediocrity. I'm still down with fads. the whole trading woman. <laughs> so here's one. Here's one. So the thing about diet fads is that they're they're a dime a dozen. There's a lot of different diet fads from the Atkins diet to the Paleo diet to everything. So mediocre people can't stick to one thing or another. But what if you were to innovate in a way an app that actually takes you like Pandora from one diet to another week by week? So every week you try a new diet and it gives you the directions or maybe every month you change it. So basically it keeps you changing out diets so that it keeps your body guessing. It keeps the fat burning and then it keeps you um, excited because these diets, they tend to get boring pretty fast. Seems yeah. like mediocre people can't really stick to any of that, but exactly. Or, I think, I think that exactly. That's their non-stick to itness in right. the mediocrity that you're taking advantage. Or someone comes up with like another diet that doesn't like tout. Oh, it's going to make you lose like sixty pounds over the course of a week. No, now it's just okay. We we know we're mediocre. You're going to lose like an average amount over an average amount of time. So you're going to lose <laughs> half a pound per week. Yeah, you're just going to. It's just going to be average. Cool. And it's the average diet and, for the average diet. I love the no, and you, like, you, subscri- you subscribe into the fact that, like, okay, like... The sick Planet Fitness. <laughs> Wait, you just come work, come, work, come work out, have come a pizza. Carrie, <laughs> what's yours? Um, I was actually thinking of... Um, so, I don't know if this... I don't know if this might be borderline illegal, but... Um, love if you, it. There's... Um, Among all the other things that we could possibly say, oh, yeah. that's how you started off. <laughs> um, as far as... Um, as far as the dieting, what if? Because everybody can't stick to like that. Oh, I, I, you know, I really see that. I see that pizza. Like today, I, when we were going to get food, I really wanted pizza because I walked by and I'm like, oh man, I'd really enjoy that. What if there was a pill that you take once a day that you know, based off of what your dietary needs are? Like, let's say I'm sticking to a low carb diet, or I can only eat, you know, grilled chicken, nothing greasy. What if? When I uh, take the pill, it rejects any type of food that is greasy or bad for me. So basically, by eating a burger, you pretty much have to vomit it back up the second that you eat it. I mean, I know that this is that why I say it's borderline um, illegal is because that'll probably start a lot of bulimia. Um, dude, yeah, dude, that's like forced bulimia. Yeah, but the thing is, you, thing is, you have the isn't... option of not throwing the hell up because... Just don't eat the damn burger. You won't have the problem. Or just don't take the pill and cry yourself to sleep. Listen, am I... Am I... Okay, that, that was just my, my two cents on that idea. You got very passionate there. I think... Listen, it's a it's a sink or swim type of situation. If you know anything about humans, that's pretty much... A lot of the time, Like when a person is put in a sink or swim situation, 
that, like you know either you're going to survive through that and most of them do or you're going to you know you're going to fall back and be like all right maybe this pill's not for me and just quit the thing is that that it's just like a forced it's like wait a, isn't that like akin to like shock therapy kind of it's like yeah. oh hey don't eat that burger anymore otherwise you're just going yeah, like, to you'll affiliate up your stomach acid right and the thing is psychologically you'll affiliate bad food with that feeling of I got to vomit. So the thing is, you just you for the rest of your life, you just won't enjoy it. I mean, you won't you won't eat that stuff, which is a good thing for you. You live longer. We'll call this product Pavlov's vomit. Pavlov's <laughs> Vlad. Uh, I'll draw. Let's get yeah, to the next. The bell. Next two. Let's see what we got. What are we coming up with? First paper says. Please. Yep. Okay, Gary, you wrote this, didn't you? Yes, I did. <laughs> then you read it. Masturbation. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, please be professional sports. <laughs> <laughs> what does this say? Anxiety management. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, I, like, <laughs> I think they're full hand in hand. <laughs> Literally, no Literally. pun intended. Can you take those out? I never want to draw. Okay, let's try to keep it moderately. Not Gary. Again, I apologize for anything Gary says or does in I advance. Don't. <laughs> First paper, math, mathematics. Oh, there's, oh, there's some math. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm not the only one on this podcast. <laughs> if you keep talking, you will be. <laughs> mathematics meets lumberjack. Well, I think that's well, a I good feel like, Yeah, I feel like you actually need, like, a decent yeah. math knowledge to be a lumberjack. Like They already fall kind of hand to hand. Like, but what's another way we could do it? Like, a 60-foot tree is falling. And there's a house to, like... 20 feet to its right so you need to know which angle to cut it at and make sure it doesn't fall on the house it's pretty much okay. how but how do we innovate that in a way that hasn't been done whoever gets the highest math test gets to chop down the tree <laughs> oh I like that <laughs> I like that um smart lumberjacks huh <laughs> smart lumberjacks what if you had like a like a drone that analyzed the forest and found the most efficient way to cut down a forest that sounds terrible so what if it was a drone that flew around and calculated based on some measurement or some uh, formula what trees are sick in the middle of the forest then it signaled to the lumberjack via beacon or or or, or whatever uh signaling technology to go and cut down only the sick trees so basically you prune the forest of the trees that would actually make it worse or hmm. uh, uh maybe uh, uh or maybe a drone that flies overhead and searches for and, and measures moisture levels in parts of forests so the ones that are a higher fire hazard then the fire lumberjacks team, the lumberjacks can go in, and, go in yeah. and chop down those trees to prevent forest yeah. fires so this way we don't have a fire in canada that's the size of delaware exactly yeah exactly uh go ahead gary why don't you draw the next round oh boy we have four papers left folks coal mining Oh boy. Go kart races. races. Honestly, they they seem like they go hand in hand already, but you can always you can always like race like Honestly, the I keep thinking of Mario Cole. Kart for the life, <laughs> for the life of me. Um one of the, actually I think I have an idea here. So think of when two two big industries discover a coal mine. So let's say each quarter there's a limited amount of companies. Yes. Yeah. Well, within the same industry, right? Okay. So let's just say they each quarter they gain an X amount of coal, and what happens is towards the end of each quarter they have go kart races to see which one collects the the winnings. Or, or, idea number two. What we have here 
is that every time somebody comes up with coal, they have to put it in a go-kart and they race back. And basically, you know how pretty much there's like illegal gambling? This could be another gambling thing where people, every time uh, a go-kart races and comes back with coal, the one that has the most coal at the end wins the race. Wait, but what do you get if you win the race? Well, that's the gambling. You know how people have horse races? People gamble so, on there. So now we're going gam- to gamble, we're gonna gamble on, on carts on pe- of coal. On, yes. <laughs> okay. Yes, we are. <laughs> Dennis, you I, seem to have something. I was just going to say, what, like, uh, obviously once a mine is mined out, the, the mine just gets closed up and then that's it. Like, what if you what if you actually made it safe for people and like made that sort of like a tourist attraction and you had like a race through the mine? I like his idea more. <laughs> well, nobody asked you, did they? <laughs> Oh, wow. Uh, Yeah, I love the idea of racing around the track. What I was thinking is using coal mines and and then building a racetrack on top of a coal mine. And then that way, in order to be able to run... Probably a lot of deaths at the end of that one. Yeah, 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 exactly. (laughs) In order to run the racetrack, the the children have to go into the coal mine to mine for the coal so they can run there. So basically... Wait, Wait, you just said children... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So think pre-child labor laws, but with but an now, amusement but park. Now, but, but with an amusement park. Oh, I thought so, you meant like now so, it's okay to use them as... No, no, exactly what I'm saying. So think... He's think, just trying to legitimize child labor. So exactly. Think, think child labor meets Disney World. That's probably the worst thing I've heard all day. And I and I made a guy waste like three hours of his life. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, what do we have next? All right, last one. Dennis? Human tracking. I thought it's a trafficking. And that was going to get real dark real fast. Human tracking and public transit. You can guess which one's mine. <laughs> so how do we innovate human tracking with public transit? What? So if everyone has a tracking chip implanted in and they could just think, okay, I need to go to 23rd and Park and like a little shuttle will come up pick them up and then pick people up like along the way kind of like via but all you need to do is just think and then you get in and it's like a whole network of like these like little pods that fly everywhere that's actually really good um i don't know if i love the idea of implanting a chip where does it go into every person wait question where does the chip go wherever if there was a chip where would it go in your arm gary in your arm no I mean, that's not comfortable in any way, shape, or form. I guess you stop thinking about it. After I mean, there, there's that video of that guy who like biohacked his hand so right. that this way he could like he put uh, an RFID he, in there. Right? Yeah, he can he can pay for stuff with his hand. He put a chip inside his hand. So so, so the next time I get mugged, they'll just chop off my hand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, great. I mean, there's that movie with uh, what was his uh, Justin Timberlake, wasn't it? Where yes, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. You pay with time, time, right? Something like that. I've never seen it. I don't know why I got so excited. Okay, so Vlad, um, did you give yours? No, not yet. But go ahead. No, no, I was uh, hoping you would give yours because I'm still thinking. I have, I have, I've been thinking about something lately. If using the mic capabilities in your cell phone, I don't necessarily want to implant anything. Uh, Maybe further down the line in Dennis's dystopia, but in in the real world today, we have microphones. So one thing for me is what if we were to use these microphones that are built into our phones? People can download an app, and then it uses the microphones to measure the decibel range of where they are. So basically, what you could do, and, and I'm going to tie this back to the trans, uh, transit idea in a second, It what it does is it tells you if you've exceeded your daily quota for decibels to keep your sanity. So if you've been exposed to too much noise living in this city, 
you hit a certain decibel range Get per out. day, just run or find a quiet room or find a quiet space. But what's interesting about that is now that you're crowdsourcing this decibel data, you can see the quietest parts of the city. And you could see where in the city are the noisiest, are the quietest. But then wouldn't, given wouldn't that make the quietest parts of the city the noisiest? That's assuming people are just chasing quiet, which would be a great, like, story Well, actually, yeah, write. no, eventually it would just even out the city. Well, actually, no, it'll just... All that'll happen is because the, the heavy areas will stay heavy because it, it needs to be. And then you'll just have more people going to the quiet areas. So the quieter areas just become like a regular decibel level while the heavy areas stay the same. So, so it's, it's, not that it's, it's, it's not that you're displacing. It's sound gentrification. Yeah. <laughs> so the way I would tie that is possibly to see where uh, somehow to tie it into train travel to see to be able to gauge uh, also based on noise and sound levels gauge uh, how busy uh, certain train stations are or how busy certain even train carts are mm-hmm. if you can tie that into to the sounds around yep. you and then thinking on that so if let's say let's say a particular station gets like really busy if you take away the idea of tracks let's say let's say it's just a pot that just goes down and comes goes out you could just you could you could kind of divert traffic to the heaviest areas it's kind of like what uber does and when they try to get everybody to a particular area um and i think there was a there was a test of that of that concept where you don't have a track you just go to a particular location Uh, it was like tested in uh, morgantown west virginia so for any wvu people listening there is that there's that little train thing and that that was originally supposed to be some sort of new way of transporting people how did that work out i'm I actually don't know. I actually need to look that up. But yeah. it didn't really... It... <laughs> <laughs> you you had me there for a second. You had me on the edge of my seat like, wow, this guy's ready for this podcast. And, and then and, you lost and it. And then I lost it. Okay. <laughs> Gary. And it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're up. Well, the way when I first heard this, I initially I thought, you know, same thing as Dennis actually, the traffic trafficking ship. Um, sorry, the tracking ship. <laughs> what thing is? In, <laughs> You're clearly thinking of trafficking. No, honestly, I wrote traffic. Yeah, <laughs> my my thing is is that I was actually thinking of business wise because my in my area of expertise, I need to find someone. All the time, and the thing is, if I know who I'm looking for, but I just can't locate them, there's a different, you know, that's, you know, if I could, that'd be great. So the thing is, if we were to combine that tracking, that tracking system, with the same thing, and basically you just sell it to the highest bidder of this this kind of quality of information, pretty much, and make and make uh, finding people a lot easier for, especially like. You know, it's like, hey, you find an executive just just so happens to be on the train. It's like, hey, how so are you? I don't mean to interrupt you for that's a second, like, but I think you just described the plot of Headhunters. Nobody seen that movie? Yeah, what, you I just described the plot of Headhunters. Anyway, I won't like, give away that's anymore. Like, that's like that's like if you haven't seen Headhunters, stuff. great movie. Gem on Netflix. Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, actually, well, you kind of described like. They're they're like in mar- like all these these like new like big data marketing stuff yes. like that, there's so much of that now you can you can go in and buy just data sets on data sets no but the data sets people. are data sets but the thing is that's it's class I'm saying classified information like you know a person's a route when they're heading home so the thing is like if I call someone at if I call someone at the office it's different than if I run into them on the train just so happens to be you know we're taking the same train that I live in Brooklyn the guy lives in like Yonkers and we just so happen to be on the same train somehow and you know I strike up, I strike up conversation pretty much uh, kind of the headhunter way learn uh, learn a thing or two and pretty much try to get him as a client or whatever the case is some crazy person is gonna buy into that 
well, and then, pay so much money. Well, so it'll be point. lucrative. I am that crazy person. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be lucrative, though. Okay, folks, we're going to wrap it up for, for this evening. Thank you for joining us on our inaugural episode of Headhunters International. Or the, or the starring Bron- Gary the Stalker. Um, we, Bron- will, <laughs> <laughs> we will return uh, same time next week. Thank you. <laughs>